were listening to Foxfire Farmhouse, the podcast. Episode number one. One day you will be sitting with your friends, sitting in the living room watching a movie, and someone's going to say something that's going to make you think of the Foxfire Farmhouse podcast, and you're going to say, I was one of the ones listening to the very first ever episode of Foxfire Farmhouse, the podcast. Mm -hmm. And then all your friends will say, what is that? <laughs> yep. What 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 exactly? What exactly? What is so, a foxfire? A foxfire is the term for bioluminescence. Oh. So, when you have something lighting up glowing in the dark naturally, mm -hmm. like decaying wood or trippy mushrooms yeah. in the woods, <laughs> yeah. Then that's what they go. call bioluminescence. That's and so cool. we are cultivating light in the darkness through a podcast. Which is another mushrooms. way of saying maybe we are growing mushrooms. <laughs> yes. Just not exactly. We're growing spiritual mushrooms here. <laughs> spiritual mushrooms. Welcome to the Spiritual Mushrooms Podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, we probably should introduce ourselves yeah. a little bit. So uh, I'm sitting here with Mr. Elijah Heyman. Hey, hey. You've probably heard his movie reviews uh, around the water cooler mm -hmm. or maybe yeah. in the car. Yeah. Or around the church. In the backyard at the church. Yep. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I get around. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been he's been widely widely uh, had had some wide fame, mm -hmm. critical acclaim for his yep. movie reviews, and that's why he's here yep. on the Foxfire podcast. I'm uh, I'm the guest. So tell us about yourself, Elijah. Oh, ten uh, words. <laughs> I can't be limited by ten words. <laughs> um, My oh. vanity does not know. <laughs> no, knows no bounds. Ten words. Yeah, characters. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, yes, that is a spider. Um, yes, my, as, as you said, my name is Elijah. Sometimes people call me Eli. However you want to go with that. Um, yeah, I am a dad of two kids at the moment. Uh, I got a third one on the way. Sweet. Yeah. I've been married for getting close to four years now to a beautiful lady named Abby. And, uh, yeah, uh, I like to watch movies. And like to review them. Um, obviously, not obviously, but I'm a Christian. Um, love the Lord with all my heart, and uh, member of a local church, and love to talk about the Word of God, learn about the Word of God, and uh, yeah, do a lot of different things. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, my name is Josh. I also go to Hi, Josh. the church that he goes to. <laughs> And we live in Bremerton, Washington. Undisclosed. And, yeah. <laughs> a church in an undisclosed location. That we just we are, gave away. Yeah. We're not in China. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I like movies too. And mm -hmm. I like to think about movies. And that's what we're going to do in season one of Foxfire Farmhouse, which is going to be a podcast focused on uh, storytelling, digital media, all sorts of uh, places where those two things meet. And so for season one, we're going to focus a lot on movies and uh, talk a little bit today about why movies matter. But before we do that, we want to start each episode with sharing something that uh, we have found helpful, fun, exciting, something cool, cool stuff that we want to share with you. The coolest things. Yeah, the, the, only the coolest things yep. for the uh, podcast audience. So what oh, is yeah. your cool thing today? Um, I think one of the things that I've been getting into, I've been in hiatus from internet because my house won't have it for a whole month 
Elijah has recently moved. Uh, yes, I just moved, and they have to run a line to my house, and it's really inconvenient. Oh, wow. So I've been stripped of my powers of Netflix and any streaming service and left with my pillaged DVDs. Um, yeah. Back um, to the dark ages. Yep, I'm putting discs in. My kids are taking the discs out. It's, it's discs, a lot of fun. Discs are scratched now. Yeah, they're, 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 they're irrecoverable. You can only watch half of any movie. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, but through that, uh, I started watching uh, some of The Dark Knight again. Always a joy to watch mm. that series. It's so good. And uh, uh, because we've been, uh, both Josh and I have been reading Tale of Two Cities, um, I just been remarking on similarities between the two, uh, Dark Knight Rises in particular and Tale of Two Cities. Yeah. It's just cool. been wonderful. Sweet. Yeah. So in preparation for watching Denis Villeneuve's, uh, rendition of Dune, I mm. have taken to the book and read volume one. Nerd. I think there's like six books and it just sounds insane. Many side books too what oh There's really a lot of side books oh wow yeah. not written by him yeah so i think there are six that are that are proper to the story yeah. but i read the first one and i really enjoyed it a lot yeah. it was good it uh yeah. people say that it drags a little bit and it does but if you enjoy what he does when he drags then mm-hmm. it's a great book for you so Sounds it was awesome. wonderful i liked it i enjoy that more in a movie than i do a book yeah i'm really yeah. excited for the movie because i love yeah. denis villeneuve's work did you and watch the new trailer for it i did yeah, it's a, it's a bit more quirky and funny than I expected. Yeah, it's yeah. not as like stoic. Yes, so. and yeah, there's there. I, I remember reading some uh, skeptic or not skepticism, but just some uh, what is the word? Some guessing, some guesstimation about why that is, mm-hmm. and that has to do with the other writer that came in to help Denis, and I forget his name at the time, but mm-hmm. or I forget his name right now. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm really stoked for the movie because I really like Denis and. The movies that he does, so I think it's going to be really good. So let's talk about movies. So yeah, there you go. You know, we're we're talking about Dune, and mm-hmm. we like movies, and this whole podcast season is going to be all about movies. Oh yeah. So why do movies matter? Do they matter? Are they simply a waste of our time, or are they something that are worth real cultural engagement? Mm. So is a podcast like maybe the question, the bigger question, is really just trying to validate our own existence. Mm-hmm. Should we exist as a podcast? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and should we exist as something more than entertainment? That's the bigger question, I think. Yeah. Is are movies just entertainment? And if they are only entertainment, uh, can a pod does a podcast that's trying to analyze them and think through them, mm-hmm. does that actually carry any kind of uh validity or uh, importance? Yeah outside of entertainment or is this podcast simply entertainment no uh, yeah i think that movies do matter obviously we're we're making a podcast about it and mm-hmm. we found uh right found some value in film so I do don't... movies matter well we're doing a podcast about it so obviously they yes do. they do yep all right case closed boom we'll see you in episode the two. end <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah. i so uh i think there's a lot of trepidate or uh, fear about mm-hmm. whether or not movies are important, especially to people like us who are trying to live for an eternity. Mm-hmm. We are trying to give attention to things that really matter in this world yep. uh, and not be diverted by things that are uh, not that are, that are simply that are useless or distractions from what we are actually called to be as humans. Mm-hmm. And so we want to uh, think through 
what movies are in a way we, we want to make sure that we are not wasting our time with movies. Yes. And so I think that they, uh, we, the burden of proof is in some ways on us to, to prove that movies actually have value. And I would say, first of all, I have three reasons why I think movies matter. Oh, three and I would reasons. say, first of all, movies matter because people matter. That's, That's where I'd true. start. Yeah. People matter. People, obviously a lot of people put together to make a movie a lot of money went into that movie and that doesn't get put together for nothing. And, and there's a value. Even when we look back on other civilizations and other cultures, mm-hmm. what we do is we dig up what they had at the time. Mm-hmm. And because we don't have the technology to play the movies that they made, we, <laughs> we don't <laughs> see their movies. Yeah. But, but we are taking the cultural artifacts that they have made. Yeah. And we are trying to analyze them to see, you know, wh- what did they believe? What did they think? How did mm-hmm. they live? And movies give us an insight into our own culture to say, who are we as a people and how do we live? What do we value? So there's, there's a cultural value to them that allows us to understand ourselves even more. I would agree with that. I, I agree with the, even just the practical value of the day to day in terms of the fact that the people around you matter. And I think, uh, if you're like, you can just look at like Jesus's time and the time that Paul lived in and just throughout history that when you see the stories that they choose to tell and the kind of colloquial language that they have, it's, it's saturated with the culture that they're in, the stories that are told around them so that he, like when Jesus tells parables or he goes through the eye of a needle, we have a hard time understanding what that means compared to the people of Israel or like to faith to move mountains. What does that mean to the people of Israel as opposed to what the way that we see it through American eyes? Um, and just even in our culture today, we can sometimes, I've found that there's a lot of people who aren't very well versed in film or the kind of music or whatever. And they're outside of that, that media culture. And when they, they come into the like workforce, uh, and people are just talking, it's really hard for them to get into that conversation and to understand what people are talking about and to take things wrong because they don't know where they're coming from, whether they're coming from a film or a song or a game that they played. Um, it's hard to enter that conversation without kind of having some of that, that, uh, background. I think a good example of how that works is when we watch movies from other parts of the world. So when mm-hmm. we watch, uh, just a minute ago off air, we were talking about, uh, the Japanese director and his Akira Kurosawa mm-hmm. who made seven samurai and others like that. And uh, when you watch a Japanese film or even a film from another time period, mm-hmm. uh, you are seeing a reflection of a different culture than your own. Yep. And you are able to see the world through the eyes of the filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And that gives you a certain amount of empathy that you wouldn't have had not watching the movie. And yeah. so I think that there's there's a value in that, not not only in to understanding cultures at a distance, but understanding us right now and where we are and what we value as a culture. And if you want to see uh, kind of what our culture values, then what movies are we watching? Listen to the top 10 billboard charts on, uh, you know, iTunes or something like that to see what, what are the music that we are consuming? Yeah. Uh, what, what are the video games that are popular mm-hmm. and are selling? What are the stories that people are consuming? And what do those stories tell us about how we feel about the world? Yeah. There's nothing neutral. Like, no, every, everything has an edge to it for sure. And everything can be sharpened in a certain way as well to lean one way or the other. 
in terms of the content that they that they carry. Yeah. And in that in that sense, and we're going to get to more of this throughout yeah. the uh, season, but in that sense, there is even a value to watching bad movies. Oh yeah, and I, and that doesn't necessarily mean there there are some movies that are so bad or morally corrupt that we shouldn't watch them. And the, and there are certainly movies that some people would draw the line on that others wouldn't. Yeah, but there's a cultural value to seeing what people are actually creating, mm-hmm. even if those are the stories that they're telling are portraying a very false and untrue view of the world that there's a benefit to understanding it if for no no other reason than to understand our neighbor and be able to love our neighbor better exactly i think that number two move on to another reason why i think movies matter and that is because stories matter yeah and movies are primarily unless you're watching some kind of abstract experimental film movies are a medium for telling stories they are just a different uh medium in the artist tool belt to tell a story and the stories that we consume both like we've just said demonstrate what we believe but also because they are an expression of a belief system when we enter into that story and empathize with those people then we are being our own beliefs are being challenged they're Mm -hmm. being refined they're being bolstered they're being something is happening in us when we watch these films uh and so those stories that we are telling really matter to how uh how they shape us they're catechizing us into a certain way of life basically yeah and so it's important to engage with them as a story and think through their value narratively yeah i'd agree yeah i mean we just heard about this on sunday <laughs> um just about the about the fact that like you said like our our stories are important and our lives reflect that our lives are a part of a larger a larger narrative and there's many arcs and many seasons in our lives. We always say the, to the term, like, oh, I'm just in a season. Like, obviously, shows have seasons for a reason. And mm-hmm. you have you have these arcs that happen in them. And we have the, the amazing capacity as, like, Christians as well to, to understand that we are a part of that and that we can actually act in that. And we can actually uh, do things that are, are of benefit to our spouse or our family and try to be that hero character we have the capacity to do good now to do righteousness and it's pretty it's pretty cool yeah when we act in the world very often the default position that we take the default gut knee-jerk reaction that we make to any immediate stimuli in the world uh we are not rationally thinking through okay logically i believe x and therefore i value this and therefore i am going to do this that's not how our brain functions in the moment yeah when something happens we see ourselves in a story Mm -hmm. when someone pulls a gun on you you're immediately going to see some sort of story in this situation yeah they are the aggressor or they are the robber or they are the murderer, or depending on what your judgment mm-hmm. of that person yeah. is, something is going to come, yeah. and that's going to inform what you must do. And your view of yourself in that story mm-hmm. is going to inform, am I going to be Jason Bourne, or am <laughs> yeah. I going to be you know, the random dude, the random banker who gets shot during the robbery? Who am I? <laughs> what character am I going to play in this moment? Yeah. And the stories that we have taken in are going to be what we act on, not necessarily the propositions that we believe we're not going to always think through that now when there's time to think we will analyze our initial 
uh, responses if we're being thoughtful. But the immediate reaction is going to be something more akin to what we've seen in the story or what we think of who we are in the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. That's There's a lot of, uh, like you're saying, like interacting with, with stories and we interact with stories every day and we interact with stories about ourselves and our thoughts and like, oh, I'm like, we can easily believe lies about ourselves and, and in our imaginations, like you're saying in that moment, like, oh, this guy's going to pull, pull a weapon on me. Like, oh, well, I'm not that. Like, you can easily go, well, I'm an action hero. And so I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. like you said, Jason Bourne, Jason Bourne it out of the way. Um, but you can easily be in a day where you're like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty down on myself. I feel lethargic. I feel like this. Therefore, I am this. And if anything yeah. like this happened, I would, I'm I would just be, be I would just guy. be dead. Yeah, like you can you can easily tell yourself different stories about whether or not the validity of them is true. And the same thing with like when you watch a movie, you watch a movie and they're telling you a story as to what is good, what is what is true. And from the lens of the director and everybody who's a part of that film, they're all like, "This is this character is good." This character is bad and you can mm-hmm. see their perspective on what goodness looks like to them, what right. a good leader looks like to them, what an evil, despicable person looks like to them, what a Christian looks like to them, what religion looks like to them, what like government looks like. Like you can, you can, you can hear their voice through the film, through visual storytelling, through the music, through all that stuff. And that's kind of the connector right yeah. there. And that's going to be the basis in, in some ways of a lot of the things we talk about in the podcast yeah. is trying to, analyze those specific things in movies and say, what is this movie actually saying? Is it good? Is it bad? Mm-hmm. And we're going to do that through a lot of different movies and a lot of different characteristics of, yeah. uh, or a lot of uh, main themes. But yeah. So then I would say the last reason that I think movies matter is that beauty matters. Mm-hmm. And this, this uh, idea is a little more difficult for me to explain because I don't exactly understand it all that well, mm-hmm. but I have been, uh, Thanks to Roger Scruton and his book, uh, on, it's called A Very Short Introduction to Beauty. And uh, I think that ba- basically the idea is that there are the transcendental values, the good, the true, and the beautiful. And these are things, when saying that they are transcendental values, they are things worth aspiring to for their own sake. Mm-hmm. There are other virtues or other uh, aspects of life that you want to aspire to in order to achieve something else, mm-hmm. but trying to be good or pursue goodness mm-hmm. or to pursue truth or to su- pursue beauty, mm-hmm. they are ends in and of themselves. And ultimately they are a reflection of the God who is at the center of all that is mm-hmm. the creator on the creator creature distinction. And so all creatures are trying to be good or to be true or to be beautiful but they are in doing so only reflecting the God who is good and true mm-hmm. and beautiful. So if beauty matters and film is an aesthetic medium, it's something that has to deal with what is visually pleasing. Then one of the ways that we can judge whether or not a film is good or bad or true or false is whether or not it is actually beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so there are some movies that are beautiful, uh, that don't nece- aren't necessarily terribly aesthetically pleasing. The mm-hmm. beauty is an interesting category because it's not. It's more of a of a spectrum. So there is mm-hmm. objective beauty. Yeah. But it is not something that it is. This thing is 
entirely beautiful or it is bad. There are, there are some, there's like a ladder of what is yeah. beautiful and what is not. And there are different types of beauty because there's a beauty to a grandma who doesn't have the uh, all the physical features that she might have had when she was younger that made her very beautiful. But there's mm-hmm. something about the way that she wears her age and the light in her eyes and the you know happiness that she has in life and her wisdom and her grace and her poise mm-hmm. that makes her very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Even though on some, in some ways we would say that her body is decaying, it's getting old. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there, there's a type of beauty that is not purely aesthetic that, that takes into account uh, things that are not material. And I think that that's where beauty and truth and goodness start to merge is that beauty yeah. is a reflection of something that's more than just the aesthetic, but it mm-hmm. is certainly aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah, it goes. Yeah, it definitely goes deeper than uh, than just the aesthetics. It goes. It goes into that dangerous realm of feelings yeah. that we like to stay away from in uh, certain circles of Christianity. Um, we don't. We don't trust our our heart. Obviously, our heart is deceitful above all things, and so we generally stay away from all oh, that feels that like warms my heart or things things like that. Um, yeah. And just like that's that's one thing that I appreciate about like stories and particularly like film because it's a visual medium it's an auditory medium like it's it's a very sense-based medium as the ability to be more visceral than reading a book yep. and more visceral than just listening to music it's all of those things put together it's words it's music it's picture it's color it's movement right. it's all of those things and so it can evoke a lot of feelings and there's there's movies like like you're saying there's movies that are uh that are beautiful like and just they're very plain looking movies, but right. the heart is so amazing in that movie, and and just calling it the heart of a movie too. Like what is what is the heart of a movie? When you're like oh, like it, it just yeah. touches and me there in can the be feels. Some, there can be some movies that are even the low budget style that you would say aren't good movies by mm-hmm. other definitions. Yeah, but that you look at the when you know the story of the making of and how it came to be, mm-hmm. and you see this piece of art in its context. Mm-hmm of the filmmakers, yeah. you can say, okay, this is the widow's might of their production. They gave yeah. everything that they had to this thing. Yeah. And it doesn't match the technical beauty that would be, that would, could be there if they had, mm-hmm. you know, $25 million to make this movie, but it has the heart. Like you're saying mm-hmm. that, uh, beating heart of this, this is good. Yeah. A movie that recently I've watched, I say recently, it's been within the last year, uh, on Amazon Prime called The Vast of the Night. Have you watched that one? No, I haven't watched that one. It's a sci-fi movie set in a small town. It was, uh, I think the town is actually some little town in Texas. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of the no-name town, and it's yeah. an old sci-fi uh, genre film. Yeah. And it's small. The filmmakers were people who were involved in video production mm-hmm. and had just been honing their craft and then decided to make a movie and had been working on it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's this little film that doesn't have the big budget feel, mm-hmm. but that has so much heart and, yeah. and is so good and so reminiscent of like 1960s sci-fi yeah. that it's just, it's beautiful. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing that I think can happen yeah. where you've got someone who is good at their craft, who puts a lot into it. There's a real solid heartbeat to the movie, but it's not the kind that you would say, hey, this movie had huge big, big budget effects mm-hmm. because they're working within their limitations and they're doing yeah. a good job. Yeah. It's just the same thing. Like movies with big budgets like that are spectacular fests aren't necessarily beautiful movies, even though you can go, oh, wow, the effects are like so good. Yeah, and they're so right. crisp and they're the cleanest 
special effects I've ever seen, like Endgame, Avengers. Yeah, right. I would argue that it's just all fan service and it's not the greatest movie in the world. <laughs> I love that movie so much because it's I'm because a, you I'm are a Marvel. A fan. I'm a fan. And so it was made for me yeah. and I enjoyed it. But objectively, storytelling is not the greatest right. in that movie. Yeah. That's fine. I can overlook that. But <laughs> but yeah, but like what you're getting at is like a lot of times beauty has intent. Like there's intent in making something beautiful. A lot of times things it's I think it's a lot of people set out to make beautiful things and they try their best to make make those things good and make them not necessarily go, Oh, I'm gonna make this movie like just like you're saying, like not aesthetically like beautiful or because it's got that feminine kind of sound to it. Um, like if you watch the Lego movie, the Lego movie is a very well-made film. Awesome. But I wouldn't like go, Oh, that's a beautiful film, but it's a beautiful film because everybody that was a part of it loved Lego and they loved telling the story and from the actors to the directors yeah, and right. spinning off of each other. Yeah. It's, I don't know if we have a good excuse to come back to the Lego movie eventually, but we totally should. Cause I love, should. I love the Lego movie I, yeah, and the Lego Batman. I just finished watching uh, the Lego Masters. Have you watched that show? I have not. Oh, it's no. Good. Is it really? Yeah, it's the Lego building competition. Awesome. It's yeah. So welcome to our podcast about Legos now. Yes. We are, we're the... going to turn. Episode one was all about <laughs> movies. Season one is now done. Yep. Season two is beginning. Yes, and Legos. we're going to be back faith talking in Legos. about Legos. Faith, <laughs> faith, in, faith Legos. in Legos. Faith found in Legos. Right. And somewhere there is some kind of big analogy about how we we are all the building blocks yes, of the new Jerusalem coming together foundations foundations yes built on built on a corner solid foundation the corner bricks <laughs> okay okay it's <laughs> taking it a bit far <laughs> before we get too far off into some kind of heretical idea yes. about uh, lego bricks back out we are gonna uh <laughs> put a stop in that one yeah okay but this is our this has been our attempt at saying that movies matter and therefore yeah. this podcast matters or doing this podcast matters i should say yeah We'll leave it up to you, the audience, to decide if this podcast matters. Yeah. So does this podcast <laughs> matter to you? If so, subscribe. Send us some fan mail, some yeah. hate mail. I pizza, would love some hate mail. A pizza. I'd love to go over that. That would be awesome. We we need some juicy hate mail. Yes. And not some, not ironic. Like, don't do it on purpose. Like, I mean, like, don't, don't <laughs> like our us. show and then write hate mail. Yeah, please hate us. Just genuinely hate us. Yeah. We're trying I don't to want get, disingenuine hate. Yeah, we, we don't want any likes. <laughs> just you know, if don't don't like our show, just dislike our show. We just want strong opinions. We're either the yep. worst or the best. Exactly. That's it. Love us or hate us. But if yeah. you're a lukewarm yeah. audience member, we're gonna spew you out of our mouths. <laughs> just like that. Yeah. Well, this has been the Foxfire Farmhouse, <laughs> the podcast. If dun, you dun, want dun. to suggest uh, ideas for further episodes, yeah. we will put those right in the trash can. But you yep. can go ahead and send them anyway. Yeah, we we might recycle them. Yep. Without giving you credit. Yep. Just kidding. Probably. You can send those to Josh at foxfirefarmhouse.com because that's a fake email address and you won't get there. But you can go to foxfirefarmhouse.com and subscribe to an email newsletter and you'll be able to be alerted every time there's a new podcast episode. Also on the... Uh, website there are movie reviews movie recommendations that will be ever expanding and ever increasing all time in continuum until the internet falls apart yep so if the internet has fallen not fallen apart by next week oh goodness we will everything's see apart. you then <laughs> hopefully not movies though. hopefully yeah and hopefully we'll, we'll just keep elijah's internet will be back on yeah just give me internet everything else is fine yep that's a bad idea bye bye, bye.